0: Oh say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave, or the land of the free and the home of the brave? America is on a collision crash with disaster as its citizens are rapidly losing the freedom that their parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents, if you're white, enjoyed. Maybe Americans are brave still, but they are certainly almost no longer free. Don't believe me? Just google America the police state. It began with Ronald Reagan and will not end with Joe Biden because he's got to fight all of those right wing billionaires and the Republicans they fund to keep in power in order to run this country straight into the searing flames of hell. You can't win against the morbidly rich because they will shed working class blood to stay in control. Rupert Murdoch, a wealthy slug who has American citizenship, spends his time in his homeland of Australia, where healthcare is included via high taxes and guns are scarce. He should have his citizenship revoked. Most of the media outlets he owns are so far right to the point of being nazified, as well as keeping shit stirred as far as ethnicity, gender, nationality, political views, and race. The reporters and journalists working for Murdoch write sensationalist stories often beset with poor grammar and misspellings. Where did they go to college if they even did? Trump brainwashed millions into believing that he was for the little guy. Yet, as Marianne Williamson wrote for Newsweek Opinion just a few months ago, Contrary to his self-promotional ruse, former President Donald Trump's administration represented the culmination of oligarchic rule. While he claimed to be a voice of the people championing their interests against a Washington elite, nothing could have been further from the truth. Donald Trump as a champion of the little guy is one of the biggest lies at the core of his presidency. But Trump is no longer president, and the tremendous power of that office now lies in the hands of Joe Biden. It is still early in the Biden presidency but so far, his administration is in too many cases supporting policies that paved the way to Trump's ascendancy to begin with. The United States of Oligarchy This slow and steady march to oligarchy might have started with a Republican president whose full name was numerically 666 in 1980 but the Democrats in office twice each, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, did little to stop America's dissent. Clinton was more concerned with the war on drugs and extramarital sex, while Obama was rather restricted by his race, especially where those white political leaders Mitch McConnell, to name one, stood, which was usually against whatever Obama was for. Biden's got a tough road to hoe but I think he can make it if he really wants to. He's got the backing of millions of fed-up Americans if he allows us to help him. Americans whipped British ass in 1776 when they rejected aristocratic rule, and they must whip the asses of these tax-evading, power-swollen, 3D swine that of the corporate billionaires who waste money jetting into space but refuse to pay their workers a living wage. As Ms. Williamson continued, the multi-billionaire donor class is not sweating it out for the sake of the average American, and the very existence of such an economic class system bears the fingerprints of a government that systematically turned its back on its people. When we're not allowed to seriously consider a 3% wealth tax on billionaires, yet cannot raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour, the American people have a problem. Their needs are not being ignored, they are being assaulted. The people deserve a president who sides unequivocally with their interests. It won't always make him popular with everyone, but that shouldn't matter. Oligarchies turn into police states, and the United States is fast on the way to that nightmare. The rich run things here, and they get away with crimes the average person cannot even hope to avoid facing time for. Take the Sackler family, for example. These rapacious drug dealers have killed more than half a million people via OxyContin, which has destroyed the lives of millions more than who have died from COVID so far. They recently closed on a deal that will allow them to keep billion of dollars that they got from sales of the drug, in exchange for shelling out a few billion to the states over the course of nine years. None of the family will serve one day of jail time. The settlement is pretty appalling, artist Nan Golden, head of the advocacy organization Sackler PAIN prescription addiction intervention now, told Artnet News. The only thing that is an improvement is that they are going to be releasing millions more documents, even ones that fall under lawyer client privilege. The settlement precludes future civil suits against some 1,000 individuals, including Sackler family members and associates. Criminal prosecution is possible, but unlikely, it's just such an egregious abuse of our court system, but it's also a court system that's designed for the rich, PAIN's Megan Kapler added. Sarah Cusconi and Eileen Kinsella, Artnet News, as part of a $4.5 billion OxyContin settlement, the Sackler family has promised not to lend its name to museums for nine years. Yet Jessica Reznicek was sentenced to eight years in prison because she damaged an oil pipeline that she and others believed was poisoning the water supply of Iowa and surrounding states. No one died as a result. No one was even hurt but Jessica isn't rich so she had to pay the price. Her restitution is more than three million dollars, by the way. Some years ago, Trump economic advisor Stephen Moore, before he was Trump's advisor, was a guest on my radio-slash-TV program. I asked him, which is more important, democracy or capitalism? Without hesitation, Moore answered, capitalism. That philosophy, of capitalism being more important than we the people democracy— has held the Republican Party in its thrall for the past 40 years, and has brought America to this moment of great crisis and danger. It has transformed America from a democracy to an oligarchy, and the point of no return is now visible. And that presents a true crisis for America, because oligarchy is almost always merely a transitional phase in the evolution of full-blown tyranny and or fascism. Oligarchies are inherently unstable forms of government because they transfer resources from working people to the oligarchs. Average people, seeing that they're constantly falling behind, first become cynical and disengage, and when things get bad enough they try to revolt. Tom Hartman, The Hartman Report, Oligarchy, When Brutal Capitalism Becomes More Important Than Democracy People have revolted but so far the biggest revolt was against the certification of Joe Biden as the 46th President of the United States.